Disclaimer, we do not own or claim ownership of the Pokemon franchise and any Pokemon established in official canon. That's all owned by Nintendo, Game Freak, and Creatures. This is just a podcast made by four friends who love Pokemon. It's our love letter to a franchise most of us grew up with, so please go support the official release. Previously on PKMN Legacy. If you fail to finalize your permit with two other group members present by the end of the day, I will personally kick you out of this region. It's so stupid! Why do you need to be in a group? I'm supposed to transfer a new shipment of starters, but I just went up and, and lost it. I have my Houndoom Ginger. She's pretty good at finding things. Maddie is in pursuit of the shady guy. How are you starting fast? I want my voucher! That's the spa guy! And the briefcase! Briss tackles him to the ground. Now drop the briefcase. An Aerodactyl tackles Ginger into some trash cans. It's become personal. Hey, you want me friends? Out of the way, you little brat! She makes a dash after the guy. Megan, use three socks on the sucker! The briefcase lands on the ground and bursts open. Three Pokeballs pop out onto the ground. And suddenly he scrambles for the Pokeballs. Alright, we're still stuck in bullet time. The briefcase has spilt its contents, namely three Pokeballs, and the shady man is scrambling for them. Maddie's gonna run as fast as she can to that briefcase. I want Maddie to roll a quick. Okay. No! (laughs) She's so slow! That's one for you. And taking in the penalty from the string shot, the shady man rolls a total Wait, of two. Wait, but can I can I use my my forever city girl aspect to have her leaping over things to reach him first? Uh, normally, I'd ask you how a fashionista has has any parkour experience at all, but since we're still in tutorial town, I'll let it slide and say that it's a sudden rage-fueled burst of energy or something. Yeah. Let's take another fate point down. You're at one now. Let's add two to that one quick roll, and now it's three against his two. So, you jump over the dumpster. Parkour, parkour. Parkour, parkour. <laughs> she's like saying that to herself as she's running. Like, parkour, parkour. You make a dash for the Pokeballs, and you're able to get to one of them before he grabs the rest. Which one do you grab? There's one that is green, one that is blue, and one that is red. Oh, red. Okay, so you grab the red Pokeball, and he grabs the other two. He jumps away from you with his loot and sees that he is trapped in this tight, litter-filled alley, a dead end. Quite literally, you have backed him into a corner. All right, fine. You want to settle things the old-fashioned way? Then let's have some fun, then. He throws his two new Pokeballs into the air. Oh no. And from the light emerging, you see the forms of two little critters none of you have ever seen before. Whoa, Ned! Oh. 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 I love him. From the green ball, a small, scruffy looking cat with a large cactus bud on its tail. Cactus cat! A bud that's actually as big as his head. Cat cactus! From the blue ball, a strange creature almost completely engulfed in his own blue mop-like fur. The only things that manage to poke out from underneath it are his tiny fanged mouth and his large orange feet. 
or at least what you can see of them, namely his toes. All right, can I can I let out the new Pokemon and see what it is? I'd be insulted if you didn't. Let's do it. You throw your red ball, <laughs> which really is just a regular Pokeball. Yeah. And from the light pops out uh, quite a dainty little thing. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that, that's its token. Um, yeah, it comes right up to your kneecaps in height. White fur covering most of its body. A little tuft of white hair at the top. Uh, small beady eyes, curved horns, and most noticeably, these large furry red ears that flop down its sides right towards its fluffy tail and hooved, well, hooves. Maddie Leclerc, meet Pyrim. Oh my gosh, like like a fiery imp. And all the while, Maddie's just yelling like, Oh, you so cute! <laughs> At this point, Aerodactyl also joins the fray, and now we've got ourselves a good old triple battle. So, top of the order is that blue furball. The shady guy looks down at him and the green cat and says, Right, listen up, you little runts. Oh, kitty, hang back for now. And you, you little undertow, hit that mutt with a water gun. Undertow, spelled with a T-O-E, at the end, by the way, looks around a bit confused, but hops on over the ginger and got a two for its attacking roll versus ginger's negative one defending roll. Undertow opens his mouth and blasts ginger in the face with a torrent of water. And that is a three shift hit. Ginger has taken a lot, a lot of damage before in the past like this, so he knows she'll be okay, but it still kind of irks him but he's going to keep a level head. It's uh, Ginger's turn now, actually. Am I only allowed to attack the Pokemon? I mean, it's a bit taboo for good-natured people to attack humans with their Pokemon. Pretty villainous thing to do, but... I wasn't necessarily saying it had to be a human. I'm more or less just asking, what are the things that I can attack, like, in the area? Or is it only specifically just, like, the Pokemon and I can't use, like, my surroundings? Oh... You want to use the environment to your advantage, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, the alleyway you are in is a very tight space, but there is trash littered all over the place. And as he's surveying around, he sees all this paper on the ground, all this trash and debris, and the only thing that comes to his mind is he's like, I could cut off this battle, start setting a fire to everything. Crap, there's a kid here. So instead, what he does, Chris tells Ginger to use Leer on the opposing enemies, on the two new Pokemon that just popped out. Or can he only target one? Affects all adjacent foes, yep. Ginger leers at all the Pokemon it's facing against. Very nasty little look, which very much unnerved the two fresh new starters that you're facing against. Not so much the Aerodactyl, but each target has its defense lowered by one combat stage. All right. Next in the order is Minion. Velma commands Minion to use Poison Sting on the cat-looking guy. So you're rolling against Pokitty? Pokitty, yeah. That's his name. It's a cute little kitty. I love him. I love him. <laughs> yeah, so do I. Okay, let's poison it. All right. And that's going to be super effective against the grass type. With that one for its attacking roll and a negative two for its defending roll, Minion lets out a shower of poison needles against the Pokitty. <laughs> Which it does not enjoy at all. Woo! Now, does that poison it or not? Oh, yes, it does. On a shift hit of three or more, which that is, uh, the target gains the poisoned mild consequence. So, Pokitty is now poisoned. All right. Next in the order is Aerodactyl. 
the shitty guy says, Are you kidding me? I just got the thing and you go and poison it? Aerodactyl, wing attack that bug! Aerodactyl swoops down towards Dustox and takes a nasty swoop at it. That's a three versus your negative one. The Aerodactyl's stony wing slams smack dab into the Dustox, taking it for a little ride. But Minion shakes off the blow and readies himself once more. Next in the order is Pyrim. Cool. So can I use Ember on Pokitty? You sure can. Roll for special attack. And it's super effective, right? Super effective, yes. That's a tool shift hit right there. So Pyrim builds up this Ember in his hands. And he, like, blows it at Pokitty. It hits Pokitty right on the tail. That little cactus tail. And as it catches on fire, Pokitty sniffs, <laughs> looks at it, and rolls around trying to put it out, which it eventually does, but it's looking very frazzled. And with that poison damage, it looks even more frazzled. What, you're just gonna take that from it? Go for a scratch attack! And... No! That's a five shift hit right there. The Pokédy pounces at the Pyrimp and takes a deep swipe right in its white furry face. But I just got him! Yeah, sucks, doesn't it? But not as much as this! Top of the order... Undertow, water gun that Pyrimp! No! Come on, Pyrimp, come through. No! Oh! No, that's gonna knock it out. That's six shift hit right there. So with that blast of water, Pyrimp comes tumbling back like a ragdoll at your feet, knocked out cold. First blood. Can I send out Belibi? When when your turn comes up for that. Yes. We'll do it on Pyrimp's... Uh, Normal turn. Yeah. But meanwhile, it is Ginger's turn. Chris, uh, he looks over at the very ex- eccentric looking girl. Hey, I know this is a very stressful situation, but putting that Pyrimp back in its Pokeball would be better than keeping it out. We'll take it to a Pokemon Center later, but for right now, we need to take out this guy. Okay. Chris looks back at the guy. What on earth could this guy want with these Pokemon? He looks over at Undertow, knowing that he would be doing the most damage to his Pokemon. Ginger, bite attack right now. Make sure you bite as hard as you can. As hard as you can. Roll for that physical attack. All right. Good Lord. Four shift hit. Ginger like jukes over to where the Undertow is. She pounces on this this Pokemon and just bites into it until she can feel like her teeth kind of piercing its flesh. But once she kind of hears it like scream, she, she stops and then just backs away. Whoa, that's kind of hardcore right there. <laughs> you sicken me. You kidding me? You're the one who gave the order to chow down. Yeah, and if you keep it up, she won't be the only one biting your Pokemon. Wait, so... You want to bite my Pokemon? Kinky? Yellow. Kay here again, back at the pause menu, giving you all that juicy gossip that you crave. So, Patreon. Got that up and running now. We got three tiers available at the moment. It's still a little itty-bitty baby Patreon, which means we might add rewards and tiers later on. But for the time being, here's what we got. We have Basic Ball Tier, that starts at $2 a month. That will get your name displayed in the credits at the end of the YouTube version of the podcast. We have Great Ball Tier at $5 a month. In addition to your name in the credits of the YouTube version, you get access to little bonus tidbits on the weeks between each episode. It might be artwork, it might be music, it might be quick behind-the-scenes content. 
Just little, little tasty tidbits to tide you over until the next episode comes out. And we also have Ultra Ball tier, that's $10 a month. Including all the stuff I mentioned above, you also get your name mentioned verbally in the pause menu section of the podcast. So even if people are not watching it on YouTube and listening to it on Spotify or iTunes, you still get the shout out. Oh, and if you sign up for any of these tiers, I steal your identity. If I need a name for any of our NPCs, I'll be looking to our list of patrons for inspiration first. Okay, time for some plugs. Hi guys, it's Ariana. I just wanted to plug an awesome new web series that I am so honored to be a part of. It is called My Pride. It is by the amazing Tribble of Doom, and you can go find it on her channel. The first episode is actually up. I understudy the character Nothing, and also I am playing a secret character that will be revealed as the series goes on. I think you'll really enjoy it. It's super great. It's really inclusive, and it's just a great story. So go ahead and check it out on Tribble of Doom's channel. The next episode comes out pretty soon. All right. Thanks for listening. Hey, dudes. I have a couple of things that I want to plug today. The first being a new song, Addict, a Hasbun Hotel fan song with Silva Hound and Michael Kovac, who you might all know as the voice of Angel Dust. It came out really well, so you should definitely check it out. I also did a new song with Creep P called R.I.P., and it also features Jackie Extreme. Uh, be warned, this one has a lot of swear words, so <laughs> keep that in mind. But it's really awesome, and it's a tr- total bop. You should definitely check it out. On my own channel, I have a new cover of Pinocchio P's I'm Glad You're Evil 2. It's an English cover, and it came out really, really cute, and I'm really happy with the results, so definitely go check that out. And lastly, I did a duet with my friend Mulk. We did a cover of Found from the Steven Universe movie, and it's really good, so you should check that out. Okay, that's all. See you guys in the game. Bye-bye. Okay, that's it for now. Uh, Next episode is scheduled for two weeks from now on March 5th. But for now, back to the action. Unpause. Next in the order is Minion. Velma surveys the area. She realizes that... that... What's his name? Yeah, not Albatross. What's his name? Aerodactyl? Dactyl! Aerodactyl! Right. (laughs) Albatross! (laughs) (laughs) She looks up at Aerodactyl! And she realizes that... This thing is really bad news, and something's gotta be done about him. Alright, Minion, you know what to do! Poison Sting the guy! Roll for physical attack, and that's not very effective. Okay. For those listening at home, Minion got a negative one for its attacking roll versus Aerodactyl's defending roll of a six. This is impossible. So you let out a shower of poison needles that hit Aerodactyl, and just bounce off, tink, 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 harmlessly off its rocky exterior. Dang it. Minion's not going to be very effective against this guy. She looks over at the other two. Hey, you two, listen up. We got to take care of this big flying guy or else this whole battle is just going to go downhill. So I need you guys to help, okay? Okay. Chris gives a nod in her direction. Oh, that's no fun ganging up on me. You're going to hurt Aerodactyl's feelings. And Aerodactyl lets out a roar and picks up one of the dumpsters and throws it at Houndoom, a junky version of a rock throw. So that's a three-shift hit right there. Now, the dumpster doesn't land right on top of Ginger and squish her, leaving her a bloody sinewy mess or anything like that. It's more like it crashes on the ground nearby, and the garbage inside, it, it bursts out, and it hits her like shrapnel. 
she lets out a, a kind of like a pained grunt, but slowly kind of regains her like composure to stand back up and keep going. Uh, Maddie, would you like to uh, send out Bellini yeah. in place of Pyrim? Yeah. Go, Bellini! <laughs> Can I use a move now? Yep. Bellini, use bound! On the Aerodactyl? Yeah. Okay, second verse, same as the first. Roll for that physical attack. Not very effective. It's the most I can do. Hmm. That's not. That's interesting. I mean, it's a one. So Bellini got a six versus Aerodactyl's five. Oh, and the Leer from before. I'm not even sure if we took it into account for the other physical attacks, but um, minus one from that defending roll again. And it's a two shift hit, not a one shift hit. So Bellini runs like scaling the trash cans and climbing up towards Aerodactyl and then runs and smacks into Aerodactyl's wing, kind of causing it to like go off balance and hit the wall. And it flutters back up into place, taking off just a tick of damage. Not too much, but but definitely more than it was expecting. Meanwhile, it is Pokitty's turn and takes a bit of poison damage. And the shady guy notices this and says to it, looking a bit under the weather, kitty cat, then go get some sippy sip from that Manchino over there. Oh. And the Pokitty goes in for the absorb. No! The Pokitty smacks Bellini with its cactus tail. And upon contact, you can actually see the energy being drained from him as the Pokitty recovers a point of health from that two shift hit. That's not fair! Oh no! The mean old criminal doesn't play fair! (laughs) Then you're really gonna hate this. The shady guy snaps his fingers and Aerodactyl lets out a huge gust of wind that blows all the trash right in your faces. Oh god. By the time you wipe all the junk and crud from your eyes, you see that the Aerodactyl has grabbed the shady guy by the shoulders and is lifting him slowly up into the air. And you also see that in his arms, he has both the poke kitty and the undertow uh, held on tight as he begins to make his escape. As much as I'd love to keep wiping the floors with your asses, old Jaden here's got plans to keep. Later, losers! Hmm. Question. Answer. So you said that his Aerodactyl used Gust, kind of like kicking up like the debris of like everything around that kind of like trashy dumpster area, correct? Yes. Would it be possible while he's like ascending for Chris to use Ginger to use Fire Fang to set stuff on fire to kind of like scare the guy into possibly dropping the Pokemon or would that be too much? Let's put it this way. (laughs) Spend a fate point and we'll say that Houndoom lets out a little breath of fire onto the trash. I will take away that fate point. You're down to zero, so we can get into how you gain back fate points later on. But Ginger lets out a small gap of fire, I guess, and lights the litter that's floating around, sort of sending off sparks. Uh, at this point, the Pokitty kind of freaks out at all this going on, and in a panic, claws at the shady guy a bit. He loses his grip on one of the Pokemon. Which one is it? Uh, he, I would say he loses his grip on the Undertow because if he's if he's freaking out, he's trying to hold down the Pokety, but Undertow, he's probably like not as like attentive of, and he just kind of like forgets that, okay, I'm holding two Pokemon, not one. All right, so I imagine it sort of sounds like as the Pokety is clawing at him, 
would you uh, would you just calm down, you little piece of shloop? Oh no! And the undertow slips out of his grasp and bounces back onto the ground. Meanwhile, the shady guy continues to rise up into the air, and you can hear him shout, uh, "Whatever! Take the weaker one. I still got the best one right here. And don't you think you're done with Jaden? Cause I sure ain't done with you." <laughs> Uh, wait, why didn't I just call him back into their balls? Shit! And he flies away. No, but I love Pokitty. Well, it's a good thing Pyrimp wasn't awake to hear that, huh? Cool. Victory fanfare! Oh, hey. <laughs> Woo! Hey! <laughs> Did it! Sort of! As Chris is watching the Aerodactyl fly away with the, the guy, he looks back at the undertow and starts walking towards it, but telling Ginger to, like, stay. As you approach it, the undertow growls at you and hisses at you as you begin to back it up against the dead-end wall of this alleyway. It is terrified of you. He doesn't approach it, like, all the way to where it's face-to-face. He kind of just sits on the ground and just kind of just kind of has this calm demeanor and puts out a hand and just is kind of smiling at the Pokemon to just, I guess, try to trust him, but he doesn't say anything. He just sits down and just stares at it, and he's, you know, not not asking it to come forward now. He's just waiting, you know, whenever it wants to, it can. If it doesn't, you know, he won't, he won't force it. So I don't think a heart roll would really matter here. It continues to growl softly at you as it backs away. And I think you notice the trickles of blood it leaves as it backs away from you. Blood from that bite that you remember ordering Ginger to do, quote, as hard as she can. And I think it gets that you're not planning to attack it anymore. But after this whole battle... It is absolutely not looking to be your friend or anything like that. Yeah. That's fair. At this point, you see you see Regis Russian panting as he failed to keep up with you. And Siri, I'm not talking to you. Turn off. <laughs> <laughs> so Regis comes in panting. <sighs> all right, all right. How much should I miss? Did, did you did you get my briefcase? Mm, more or less. And he looks to see the remains of his broken briefcase, and he sees Undertow. Oh, oh no, they, they're, they're not supposed to be out of there. Okay, okay, um, that's one starter. Uh, and then Maddie goes, two! And just, like, holds out Pyram's Pokeball. You, uh, you, you used her in battle. Uh, yes. Okay, not gonna freak out. Could be much worse. Could have fallen into the wrong hands. Um, okay, so, uh, uh, where's Pokitty? Mm. Yeah, you see about that, uh, um... Oh, no. Uh, it is gone. Gone? Yeah, he, 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 he's gone. We oui, that is what I said. But, but we have... Two? 
That is better than nothing. You don't understand. Starter Pokemon are very carefully raised and nurtured, so they imprint on their trainers with a with a clean slate. Any significant battle experience and all that months of uh, of conditioning and nurturing are just thrown out the window. And he scoops up the blue Pokeball and recalls Undertow. All right, uh, we can see what we can do with this little guy. But if the uh, Pyrimp is already imprinted onto you, well, I, g- I guess you're her trainer now. Oh, okay, that's fine. Please, just uh, promise you'll take very good care of her. You got it. Yeah, sorry, we uh, we couldn't get all three, but kind of hard to do that when you have a uh, giant uh, fossil Pokemon uh, attacking you. A fossil Pokemon? So that break-in at the Winnesap Museum. Uh, sorry, um, uh, look, I'm uh, I'm sorry if I seem ungrateful. I don't even know you three that well, but, but you helped uh, save two Pokemon. For that, I really thank you. Thank you so much. Anytime. I'm probably going to be out of a job after this, but if you ever make your way to Russet Town, I think the professor at her lab will definitely want to thank you all personally. I think I should probably go before I screw things up again, but, um, thank you. And good luck with whatever you're doing. And with that, Regis, the soon-not-to-be professor's aide, probably, heads off to Russet Town. Chris just lets out a long sigh, and he's like, okay, we're done here, and just kind of falls to the ground. Velma gives out a sigh, relief as well, and then it be occurs to her, hold on a second, what are they doing again? The wheels start turning on her head again. And she looks creepily over to the two people next to her. (laughs) And she immediately leaps, grabs both of them on their shoulders, pulls them to her. Friends! Do you need them? Uh, uh, surprisingly, yes. Velma tightens her grips on the two. Listen, I only have today to make at least two people to be... At least... At least can you travel with me for a bit? Just say you're my friends, and then I won't be deported. Please, I need this! And she looks at them, both of them, with these crazy eyes. Uh, I mean, I, I, I really don't have anything better to do, so... Okay! Uh, honestly, a lot has happened today, so at this point, I, I just... I, I guess helping you is, okay, is, is fine, you know. Also, where are your parents? A grin just lights up on Velma. She is, like, sparking with gremlin happy energy. <laughs> yes! She starts dragging the both of them behind her. Minion! Come on! And she starts dragging off with them. That doesn't answer my question! <laughs> this place is so weird. 